See, that's the type of man that doesn't drink a fucking truly, by the way. That's so, it. So, just saying. He drinks uh, natty, natty Light and then the water that puddles up in the parking lot outside the hockey rink. Hey. It's got m- multiple uh, vitamins and minerals that it's, makes you kick ass. It's like 98% water, 1% hops, 1% yeast. That's Natty Light. And then tap water. <laughs> yeah, it's tap water. It's like, I forgot the tap water. It, it's like uh, downtown Colorado tap water. I was going to say Flint, Michigan <laughs> Flint, tap Michigan water. Tap water. <laughs> it is the same color as the tap water in Flint, I Michigan. Know. Yeah. It's the, got that nice uh, metallic aftertaste. <laughs> Though the disgusting. Natty Light has a little bit better head on it. A little bit better head on it than uh, Flint, Michigan tap water does. Oh, <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome back to Football Hot Boys. I'm your hottest boy, AJ Kunze. So welcome back to two long absent hot boys, Cody White and David Petrus. What up? So uh, Cody and Dave are back from the dead, but unfortunately, in order to resurrect them, uh, we had to sacrifice Clark, who is now dead. (laughs) Sacrificial Clark. Yes. So uh, Clark died uh, along with his house, which had a pipe burst and is now about 78% flooded. So he's dealing with actual stressful, awful things. So we're just going to sit here and not drink Trulies and talk about football while he's dealing with that. Yeah. Does he know how to swim? Like, I hope he knows how to swim. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like a guy that would know how to swim. He doesn't. He doesn't. But he was in the Navy. So it's a little bit gives me hope. That does not <laughs> say anything. <laughs> how many guys oh. in your boot camp class had to retake that swim? class over and, it was over, like, and over yeah, yeah i would say it was almost yeah. half of them that were just gone and then we were getting our ass beat all day while they were fucking swimming i was like god damn it <laughs> well yeah so so to the 98 percent of our listener group that wasn't in the navy uh in the navy you have this swim test and if you fail it in boot camp they don't like kick you out or anything they just make you keep taking it every single day until you pass it yeah they, Which, put, they basically yeah. put you through swim lessons Exactly. Yep. Well, it's it's the yep. same way the military teaches you how to do anything. Just keep doing it until you don't fuck it up. And can we can, can just one last thing on this? Yeah. I don't sp- but the swim test was literally them shoving you <laughs> off a cliff into the water and like swim. Well, See ya. <laughs> that was it. So I I remember sitting there in that line. Um, to go up to the diving board going, this is going to be cake. I can totally fucking swim. Whatever. Everyone's such a little bitch about it. And then I remember getting to the top and going, oh, this is like legitimately. 30 feet. This is super like fucking high. Feet. Like this is way yeah. higher when you're actually up here. And then I remember yeah. getting pushed off and falling and going, man, it's really <laughs> taking a long time to get down to the water. <laughs> and then you go down and you're like down in the water yeah. like you like you go way the fuck down you mean still don't even ask if you can swim or if you're afraid of water they shove you in like a mama bird shoving their little uh little birds to see if they could fly just yeah they tell you to count to three and then they don't make it to three nope, no they do not spoiler alert <laughs> but instead of a bird it's a fat bald kid from sandusky ohio that they just push off the top of the fucking diving board <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. It was significantly not good times, but we made it. Now we're out with our beards, enjoying life. Speaking Honestly. of enjoying life, 
Gentlemen, watched a lot of good football, a lot of good football today, a lot of bad football today, and we're going to get to that. Spe- and uh, so, do you guys just want to start with some bad football? We want to do a, 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 a hot boy tradition and just start with um, Pete trying to explain the Falcons <laughs> to us. Please. This one was particularly interesting. Yes, there's a lot of talk about, a lot of meat to pick on this bone, uh, uh, Pete. So Listen, uh, I'm going to let you guys do the talking about it because I got everything I wanted. They yeah. lost, which made me happy. Okay, it's against the it's against the Saints, so that kind of sucks. But mm-hmm. they lost. We get a better pick. I'm I'm all for that. Matt Ryan showed his true self out there today, which I can't wait to hear what you have to say about Matt Ryan's okay. true self. You know, I I got what I got pretty much what I wanted out of it. I can't be too disappointed. All right, so, uh, to to put this ball on the tee here, uh, New Orleans Saints beat the Atlanta Falcons twenty four to nine. And it wasn't close as this not close score made it look. Um, The only thing that makes this interesting is last week, unbeknownst to us when we last recorded, uh, Drew Brees broke every bone in his thorax, uh, just completely shattered his entire shit. So, uh, (laughs) Tamus Hill. Every ribbon in his body. Yeah, every ribbon in his body, uh, depending on whether or not you, who is counting the ribs. But... uh, (laughs) That's an inside that's a deep cut. That's a deep Holy cut shit. inside joke just for us. Uh, but uh, good old Tamus Tamus Hill got the start today at tight end. I mean quarterback. And yeah. um, fuck you. So I can sit here and kind of pick shout out up. to ESPN. Yep, shout out to yeah. ESPN. Fuck you. I I'm never mind. No, go go ahead football. and tear into this. Go ahead and tear into this, man. So these these motherfuckers. So Yahoo Fantasy and Sleeperbot have him as a quarterback. As he is a fucking quarterback. For now, I know he's a gadget player, but he's a quarterback. Sorry, he's a quarterback. For some goddamn reason, both FanDuel, which doesn't affect me, but I researched it because I was pissed at this, but ESPN Fantasy has him as a tight end. So I'm mm-hmm. playing in one money league and a two-quarterback league with AJ here, and I played against him twice as a <laughs> tight end, and he put up like 28 points. Like so, if you just drafted him as a, or you just picked him off waivers as a tight end, you pretty much just automatically won the week. We, so in the two quarterback league, I played against three quarterbacks. Yep the 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 rare double superflex. It's uh, such bullshit, <laughs> dude. It hundred percent is, man. I I I don't even like have an explanation for that. Like once he started playing quarterback, ESPN should have seen what people were gonna fucking do and pulled that right. designation. Like, yeah. Absolutely. And like you see sometimes where there'll be like a gadget player that um, is flexed on running back and wide receiver. I don't think that's as big of a deal because those those are comparable. But it's like, hey, um, in the kicker slot, do you want the head coach that gets points for calling good plays or do you want a kicker? It's like, well, what? That doesn't make any fucking sense. You want to so, start the hot yeah. dog guy? You get one point for every hot dog he sells. <laughs> yeah. Every but like, hot dog somebody catches. Yeah. So... That's that's total bullshit and shame on yeah. ESPN and there's a bunch of people whose money leagues are now completely tainted by this week. But yeah. um, to talk about uh, actual football, Tamus Hill for a a second played well. Uh, he played well. I mean, I can sit here and and pull apart some things on this game. Uh, he definitely has the ball security of Daniel Jones. Uh, <laughs> he he definitely get the ball punched out on him and he did, he did again today. Yeah. Um, he. His deep ball for a guy with an arm that strong, his deep ball is kind of stupid and bad. Uh, he had yeah. two deep balls to Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, both ended up not counting, but like he or 
yeah, I believe both we got called back on penalties, but Emmanuel Sanders had a stop on both of them and come back for him. Um, his deep ball reminds, so this is what made this connection in my mind. His deep ball reminds me a lot of uh, Colin Kaepernick's deep ball, where it just kind of mm. takes off straight and just like travels like a square, like straight up and over. It's more like a, it's more like a drive when you're golfing. Yes, like, yes, exactly. That's what it looks like. Um, and it's, so it, it's an elegant, he threw the ball with lacks of, like he threw the ball way too hard on some, so he had no touch. Um, but, you know, he did good. You, you look good. Yeah, you can roll and, and, yep, and you can definitely Wouldn't win with. for two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he rushed for like uh, five yards of carry or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his ball security is, you know, not the best, but he does. He looks good running. Like, it's interesting. And to further piggyback off my last thought, I'll say this and move on from it. If you think uh, good old Tamus Hill belongs in this league and is a good quarterback, but you don't think uh, Colin Kaepernick is a good quarterback, then you're tattling on yourself uh, because... They have they like the exact similarly. same game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I'll just say I'll just say that and move on. To the other quarterback Agreed. on the other side of the Jesus um, Christ. Where I would describe Matt Ryan's game today as uh heavily molested. Um <laughs> because that dude was just getting <laughs> fucking smacked all day. He had dudes sharing a jock strap with him for the entire day here. Um, Hell yes, he did. I, I think he had, we sacked like eight times. Uh, Cameron Jordan got him three times. Like it All was, on third down. Yep. <laughs> you just constantly <laughs> getting his shit kicked in all day. Um, having said that, yes, he was not getting great blocking. Uh, right. I, and the run game wasn't helping him either. Like. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. However, the dude like is like shockingly bad at navigating the pocket. I don't I don't remember him ever being this bad at it, but he, like I feel like he just steps into every sack. He steps into I do. every sack. I do. You remember all these like cries for help from mobile quarterback I've been throwing out there saying we have a two by four? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you now you see it. Now so, you see it. So, and and we'll use this to to transfer our game so we don't spend all night just beating up on on Atlanta. But Having sitting down and watching Philip Rivers play this week against my team and how Philip Rivers so Matt Ryan could run a mile before Philip Rivers ran a 40. Like he like athletically sure. Matt Ryan sure. is yeah. significantly yep. better, a significantly superior athlete uh, to Philip Rivers. However, Philip Rivers is 10,000 times better at navigating the pocket. Philip Rivers stepped out of four sacks that I can think of off the top of my head today. He was harassed a lot, but I think only sacked once, uh, which helped the Indianapolis Colts beat the Green Bay Packers 34 to 31 in um, great segue, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, I'm getting pretty good at that. Segway, segway AJ strikes again. Um, <laughs> so the Green Bay Packers did not deserve to win this game. Every the Colts tried to so many times just like, here you go, buddies. Take this win. And Green Bay's like, yeah. nah, man. No, thank you. You take it. Um, so this was a game that that went to overtime when it really shouldn't have. Indianapolis got the ball back and had a chance to basically run the clock down and had something like six holding penalties on that drive. There was twice on that drive they were like first and 30. And they converted one of them. Which leads me to the point that I no longer think the Green Bay Packers defense is bad. 
I don't think they like have a moral right to exist. Like they should just like be phased out of existence. The world is a less I, is a less just place with the Packers defense in it. I'm not saying they're great. Somehow, statistically, they're a top ten defense. I do want to throw it out there, which is insane. Statistics are useless. Yeah, that I agree with you. Analytics is witchcraft. They're I, not good uh, at all. Did you see JT's twenty yard touchdown? They got called back got on a holding, like every other play yeah. they had. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so he made the he made the Packers look foolish out there. Straight up. Finally, the best running back in football is a running back that is playing the Packers. I submit to you that the Packers defense should be dissolved. And every time the team gets the ball, they should flip a coin. If it's heads, it's a touchdown. If it's tails, it's a field goal. And they should roll a dice. And whatever that number says, that's how long the drive took. And then those points are put on the board. And that time is run off the clock. And the Packers offense is allowed to go back onto the field. And and the only other thing I will say to complete my bitching about the Green Bay Packers is... Uh, Darius Shepard has thoroughly secured himself as my least favorite Packer of all time. That dude is just like not rosterable. And he is just, he has like a look on his face. Like he just prematurely ejaculated every time he touches the ball. Like he's like, Oh, <laughs> he, he, he had two kickoff returns today. One, he like let the ball land directly next to him. So, Cause he thought it was going to bounce into the end zone and then just stopped at the two yard line. And it took him, what felt like 15 minutes to realize they needed to pick up the ball and run with it and it ended up burying that. Well, we ended up scoring on that drive, but it buried us way back. And the other time was he had like one of those fumbles where he gets hit, but it's, he only fumbles it because he was squeezing it so hard that it like squirts out the bottom. And that that's really what lost us the game there was was that fumble. I was going to say, that fumble really burned your ass, didn't it? It did. Oh, my God. I hated that. Because yeah. I've hated Darius Shepard forever, and then I saw that, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Of course. Of course, Darius Shepard kills us. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you guys put up a lot of points. I mean, well, it's Green Bay. You always put up a lot of points against the best defense. In, well, one of the best defenses in the league, because I, I think the Steelers, I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page. Steelers have the best defense, yeah? Yeah, like, yes, I think it's, they're insane. Indie. Yeah, uh, but the Colts surprisingly are really good and stopped the, a lot of good teams. So the Colts overall are just the first defense. Yep, I think really statistically yeah. the best defense in the league. Wow, yep. I, Colts I are just, number one, Pitts number two. That's crazy. I feel like Pittsburgh is just scary because they blitz. They they goddamn they're they're terrifying to play against. Yeah, I think the front of that defense and uh, having someone like Minka in the back of that defense makes yeah. Like, Scouting wise, I feel like they're the best, but if analytics I do tells too. you I agree with otherwise, that. that that's fine. I guess the last thing I'll say is like I have a really hard time like analyzing as a fan like where the Packers roster is because Aaron Rodgers is still so good that yeah, I, yeah. I really don't know how much he's compensating for. Because like some weeks I'm like, oh, MVS can play, and oh, you know, Alan Lazard is pretty good, and all this stuff, and then right. Alan Lazard has a, or not, excuse me. Well, Alan Lazard had a couple drops today. MVS had like a freaking brutal fumble that ended the game. Like, yep. so there's, there's just a lot of like concerning things about this roster that I, I really can't tell. I, because Rodgers is so good and compensating for so much. And I, I will, I will officially finally call for Mike Pettin to be fired. I am, I'm officially ready for them to change hats at a defensive coordinator. So Fair enough. to complete the hot boy sweep, let's move on to Cody's team. The only team yeah. this week for the first time 
Cody stands alone on winning island. I'm happy. I mean, it feels really good because New England has had our number for so goddamn long. And it makes sense um, with, you know, our he should who should not be named no longer on our team came from New England. So it, it makes it makes sense. But it felt really good to win this. And honestly, we were leading the entire time. I, I'm surprised that it um, we were not able to hold off New England better because they're they're bad. They're really bad. And the way you beat the Texans is the run game. We actually do have the worst run defense in the league. You used to have a bad defense and, in general. But yeah, yeah well, true. But our run defense especially is just absolutely abysmal. And they don't have anyone to run the damn ball. Um, and... I mean, I know Damian Harris has been playing really well, but he doesn't scare me as much as, uh, you know, uh, like, a, you know, I mean, what, like even Eddie Lacy back in the day. I don't know why he's been on my brain. Like, <laughs> Eddie Lacy, would have, fat Eddie, he could have ran through it us better than this, is all I will say. Did you but, just eat a double-decker burger? Because that's, that's who I think of every time mm. you eat a double-decker burger. And I do kind of want to bounce off of what you were saying when yep. it came to how how good is your offense because Aaron Rodgers is so good? I feel that I can kind of say the same thing with uh, Watson. Um, I, I think overall we, our receiving core might be a little bit more, I'm not going to say better, but a little bit more you know even because our they do play, like Cooks is always going to get his like 80 to 120 yards and no fucking touchdowns like he does every goddamn game. <laughs> Will Fuller is our number one guy right now. And then we have fucking Randall Cobb, who's going to catch something in the slot and probably get a couple of touchdowns. But at the end of the day, is it because of them or is it because uh, Watson's a beast? Uh, I mean, I think it's because of Watson. I mean, I, I, we've said a couple of times on this show that that receiving core is, I think, better than, I guess, the the the, the football elite may give it credit for. But it, it's still missing a dude because you traded your dude. Yeah. Um, but it's. It's a good receiving core, but Deshaun Watson makes it potentially great. Um, right. If they had, this would be a way more competitive team if it was even a little bit complete elsewhere. They got a quarterback. I mean, if we yeah. had a fucking running back, would help. I mean, mm-hmm. if you had Duke a running Johnson's game. not the answer. David Johnson's not the answer. Um, Lyndon so Johnson's not the answer. You know who you need <laughs> to let at least touch the ball or at least give him a shot? Who? Scotty Phillips. <laughs> give the dude a shot. Yeah, he didn't I get mean, any at this today. point, why not? I, I don't disagree with that. Like, get someone in there that's younger that you don't know. Let him let him prove himself. Because who are you really? Comp- who, who is he fighting against? I mean, is CJ Prosize really what? <laughs> CJ Prosize got curious today. Like, yeah, yeah come on, man. Yeah, I, I don't. Give I the don't rook. Disagree. Give the rook. Give the rook a shot. Look at look at look at Salmon, man. Look at Salvan Ahmed. Look at him. Look at him. Look at James Robinson. Come on. I think James Robinson is quite a bit better, but that's... I mean, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> but at least, like, my point is, let the Rook give it a shot. See what he can do. Like, just give him a shot. Well, the... the uh, I mean, there's no one there to judge that roster. Like, no one in, no one is in place. There is no captain of the ship. Like, there's no one no. to to be thinking past the next it's couple wild weeks. West. Yeah, so it's it's a total mess there. I don't even know like if there is a plan or there's a point of having a plan when you have no picks and no one calling the shots. So welcome. What do you what do you what do you think about New England? 
What do you what do you think about Cam Newton? I can't put my finger on what the hell. I feel like he spends more goddamn time on his outfits than he does playing <laughs> football. Did you see him today? Yeah, the, fu- the, the, the fucking Ricola outfit he was wearing. He looked yeah. like a fucking yodeler. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, come on. So I've said this on a previous podcast, so it's already uh, it's already out there. Mm-hmm. But I think Cam Newton is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. He had he one extremely Carolina. good season. Yeah, he had and an he, all-time great year, 100%. He, yeah. Okay, so did Matt Ryan. Yep. But once again, I, I just think Cam Newton's overrated. I think everybody just plays up to his his moving and his rushing ability, and they just forget how bad he is at throwing a ball. I think he's I think he's good. I, I, I wouldn't say he's bad, but I also don't think he's the answer there. I think no. I think if you're looking for someone to come in and fill the spot and do something next year in San Francisco, I like him there. I think that would be the perfect system for him. I don't think he's in a great spot right now, honestly. Um, I think the New England Patriots are bad. I think their roster's bad. And yeah. I think because they have one of the greatest coaching staffs of all time, they're respectable. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. And they kind four of... Four and six. Yeah. Like shit. <laughs> they, they insulate that team from how bad it actually is and how deeply it needs to be rebuilt. So yeah, it's going to be I mean, half decade. They didn't even have years. Edelman, and they still put up 20 points. And I... Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did that. Though, <laughs> I though really I, I will retaliate with as bad as the Houston Texans defense is, they should have scored forty. Like so, that offense is still okay. st- still flat and bad. Fair um, enough. I'm happy uh, regardless. As a Texans fan, I'm just glad we beat the Patriots. I don't give a shit what era Patriots it is. We beat the Patriots. Let's go. <laughs> All right. There's not a ton of games that were even competitive, honestly. There's a lot of blowouts this week, but one that was actually competitive is the Dallas Cowboys scored themselves yeah. a rare tasty win over the Minnesota Vikings, who had just come off fucking rolling on people. And all of a sudden, they get crashed back to earth by Andy Dalton, but really, they got crashed back to earth by C.D. Lamb and his Bro. one Bro. soul-stealing catch. Jesus. He was Catches. parallel to the fucking ground when he caught that shit. I feel like when you make a play like that, that early in the game, the game should just be over. They should just blow the whistle. <laughs> the stadium should empty. The game should be over, and you should uh. have legal ownership over the other team's souls. Like, <laughs> when that happens... Like green fog shoots out of all of their mouths and then just goes into this old wooden treasure chest and it slams shut and the game's over. It's like, are so you afraid should, of the dark ending? Yeah. <laughs> so that should have happened to the Cowboys then with Adam Thielen? Well, then Adam Thielen like has this whole like Pirates of the Caribbean thing where he makes the catch and then the treasure chest bursts back open and all the souls go back into the... Yeah, so Adam Thielen came back and had an equally ridiculous. I wouldn't say. I still think catch of the it, year is that C- that CD Lamb catch yeah, out of this world. Uh, it's not a. Uh, it's not equally, but it was. It was impressive. It, it topped the one hander by OBJ. I think I wouldn't even go quite that far. It was, a, but n- mad respect to that catch. It was a dumb, dumb, dummy thick catch. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it was basically just an offensive shootout in this game. Neither team brought their defense. Um, yeah. I mean, Elliot came back with a vengeance this game, too. He had a really solid game. We, we've we been kind of hard on Ezekiel Elliott, I think deservingly so, on this podcast. I think he yeah. he hasn't been what I would describe as bad, but he hasn't been Zeke. The last, like, three games, he's been pretty bad, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe Tony missing. Pollard's looked better. 
Well, and I'm Tony, go ahead and say it. And for the record, Tony Pollard looked also pretty good today too. So maybe it kind of comes down to how bad the rushing defense is for the Vikings. Just saying. But say something sure. nice about Zeke Elliott. He played really good today. Um, and it was, you yeah. know, it's it's comforting to see him back. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like I like Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he's fun to watch, and he's I mean, he's good when he's good. He's really good. He's got, um, he's got fun tattoos on his belly. Yeah, yeah. I like his hair. <laughs> <laughs> What are we... Uh, Hard-hitting analysis there. How... <laughs> <laughs> what a, are you... How broken are you about Joe Burrow right now? So I... It's, it's hard to see, man. It is. So I'm starting to think that we need to contact a witch doctor about the Washington football team's field, FedEx field, because it seems to feed off the lower yep. body tendons of professional football players and the bone RG3, marrow. RG3, uh, Kyle Allen, Alex Kyle Smith, Allen, Joe yep. Theismann. Jesus. And, and now Joe Burrow, who tore his shit, his whole shit today, in a 20-9 yeah. to nine loss to the Washington football team. Uh, the Bengals are dead. They were dead before, but now they're double dead. They're super dead. Yeah, so they officially rocket into the worst team in football now that Joe Burrow is done for the year. He at least tore his ACL. Um, watching that play live, I would be shocked if he didn't also break his tibular plateau or uh, tear his PCL. It, it looked pretty nasty. Um, yeah. So uh, shame on the Cincinnati Bengals for putting out what can only be described as a fucking septic tank of an offensive line. Yep. And uh, they got what they deserved. We all knew it was coming, but it was still sad when it happened. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know why, kind of touching on that, I don't know why, and it's coming from a Texans fan, so you definitely know where I'm coming with, yeah. with uh, David Carr. Why, why do um, teams that are bad pick up a really high-profile quarterback and just waste them? Just absolutely waste them. I, I, get, I get you need to start somewhere, but at least invest everything to – you know, keep your court, your new fresh toy alive. Don't even worry about the fucking receiving core. Let's just take care of the quarterback in the meantime. It, it just, it sucks to watch. Well, I think part of it is that bad organizations don't value things like offensive line because it's boring to scout. And it's something that if you're bad at your job, you're not going to take the time to do. And I, so. uh, I think where that, that's where a lot of it comes from. And yeah. Yeah. And the Bengals are bad at all those things. So many, so many teams do that shit though. It just sucks. It's like, well, what does he want? We got him a receiver with our second pick. We got him T Higgins. He's, not... he's, he's all good now. It's like, no, yeah, you need no. like literally an offense to keep him safe. And yep. It's important. <clears throat> bad teams don't learn, don't learn lessons. And, um, yeah, Washington, we're, we'll uh, go ahead and hit all the points normally do. They played hard and they're well coached and their defense is fucking brutal. Like their yeah. defense is actually legitimately good. Um, that one big hit that, that Joe Burrow took was nasty, but he was getting hit all day. He was getting fucking the second most highly molested quarterback of the day goes to Joe Burrow. Um, so yeah. we knew it was coming. They unleashed the dogs and it's gl I'm, I'm glad to see D hop playing on another team and getting field goals uh, for Washington. <laughs> uh, it's always fun seeing like you're that talented. We let you go and you're out here making uh, field goals. It's great. What? Good for you. Change his height and body and race, and then the <laughs> became became way less athletic. Yeah, way less athletic. <laughs> Start kicking field goals. Can we just get the Eagles game out of the way? Yeah, um, I just want to get that. this out of the way. I want the Eagle. They're dead. They're dead. They're We're dead. done talking about the Eagles. I'm relegating them 
uh, down with the Jets. We're not talking about them anymore. They're done. They're dead. Mm-hmm. We, we have uh, submitted the... Uh, I would also, since we're conducting the Eagles-related business, I would like to submit uh, the paperwork in triplicate to uh, declare Carson Wentz is bad. Yep. Um, so Unfortunately, I, 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 would, I, I, would, I, would, I will agree. say I to declare Carson Wentz bad. Those in favor? Aye. Those, Uh-oh. Those, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. Those opposed? All right, all right. Those opposed? Come on now. All right. It Can looked, I do? He did not look good today. I'll give him that. He looked he looked like trash. But well, I'm not I'm not willing to say that he is bad based on poor play calling and horrible coaching. Mm, like he didn't look mm, good. It's not all the coaching and the play calling's fault. It's part Carson Wentz. But I am not ready to just throw him into the shadow realm of bad quarterbacks. I mean, you, uh, you can't blame play calling and bad receivers for that pass he threw. That was a pick six. He threw that pass. Like, no matter who he coaches, you don't throw that pass. It's a bad pass. Listen, uh, I get it. Yeah. You don't throw it. You go down with it. He was getting hit while he threw it. It looked bad. It looked stupid. You go down with the ball. It was a really bad decision. I get it. So, but at the, at the end of the day, like, I'm not ready to, sh- to throw him in the shadow realm of bad quarterbacks. Would you, would you like to see someone like Carson Wentz that's not necessarily the most mobile, but he can be mobile with the Falcons? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think he would thrive there. Uh, Absolutely. As someone who I've, de- I've declared him as bad, so I will not say that, but I think he would play better there. I think he'd play um, much better. For sure. So there uh, was, man, there, I've, I've, been, I've been wanting Colin Kaepernick on the Falcons. Yeah. Give me Kaepernick. Give me that man. Like I would take him in a heartbeat over Matt Ryan. You guys would be exciting Oof. at least to watch. Man, you're lucky yeah. that we're not more popular because we would get a lot of angry tweets about that. But that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would take them all, and I would just enjoy the hell out of them. <laughs> um, so there was one play in this game that I want to talk about because I, I feel like it was like the perfect Eagles play because it was Chris Wright was rolling to rolling to his right threw back across his body to the left to Travis Fulgram in the end zone, who was triple covered. Travis Fulgram had a chance to catch it, didn't catch it. It was, it bounced around, was ruled interception, and then was overturned on uh, review and was incomplete. It's a perfect example because, one, it was the wrong read by uh, Carson Wentz that was thrown across his body. It was a terrible throw. Two, it still would have been complete if they had a decent wide receiver to catch the ball. Like Fulgram had a shot at it, but he just isn't a high point guy. He's not a go up and get a guy. And three, uh, it was entirely ir- irrelevant in the end because it was overruled, just like the Eagles season. Um, and that's the last thing we'll say about the Eagles on this <laughs> podcast uh, for this week. Uh, the yep. only other comment I want to make about this game is Baker Mayfield, you are going to go take your team to the playoffs, and that's very exciting. However, I am still deeply, deeply concerned about how you're actually playing. Um, he did not play well. Okay, hold on. Pause. Yeah. Pause, pause, pause. Yeah. So you're ready to throw Carson Wentz into the bad quarterback category. Are you Are you willing to do the same for Baker Mayfield? Oh, I'm yes. definitely – I'm giving yeah. – I, I mean, I did yeah. this after giving a very long leash to Carson Wentz, and I'm granting the same leash to, to Baker Mayfield. Uh, what I was going to say, and this is going to make T.C. Clark smile in his watery grave – um, when I say this, uh, I feel like Baker Mayfield is maybe a little bit doomed to the Ryan Tannehill uh, void in that he um, he is being protected by a very good team and just being asked to 
let the defense win the game and to hand the ball off and to make a pass every now and again, uh, which makes people think he's playing good when he's not, which is kind of exactly what we're seeing coming to fruition with Ryan Tannehill. So I'm a little bit concerned that next year he's going to be a fucking problem. Or if so, his offense lineman gets hurt, it'll be a fucking problem. Or he has to do one extra thing than he's doing, it's going to be a fucking problem. So I'm a little uh, concerned about that. Quick shout out. Mm-hmm. to Let's not shit on Baker too hard. Okay. okay. Let's not shit on him too hard. Cause quick shout out. I don't know if you guys saw. He actually beat one of Ben Roethlisberger's, um, um, what am I trying to say, records today. Okay. Did you guys know that? No, what happened? He is... The uh, has the most wins in the Brown Stadium, and the record before that was Ben Roethlisberger. It's <laughs> <laughs> a true thing, dude. I heard it. I was like, "There's no fucking way." It is true. Big Ben had 11 wins in that stadium, and he is the first Browns quarterback since that was built in '97. To get more than 11 wins. Look it up, dude. It's the weirdest fucking statistic I've ever seen. That is fantastic. It's hilarious. C- congratulations. Strikes again with gold. Yeah, congratulations, Baker Mayfield. Good job, buddy. 11 wins. Wow, towering. <laughs> towering achievement. Jesus Christ, uh, killing it. Speaking of time-traveling Baker Mayfield, Tennessee Titans managed to beat the Baltimore Ravens 30-24. to And when I say the Tennessee Titans, I mean yep. A.J. Brown. King Henry. Well, yes, and A.J. Brown. I've never yeah. seen two men bully 53 other men so thoroughly as A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry did. <laughs> like, uh, A.J. Brown caught the, uh, the to, to tie it up and send it to overtime, A.J. Brown caught a touchdown where he caught it, like, on the 15 and just ran through. Carried three people yes. with him, yeah. Like, yeah. just was such a bigger man than everyone on the Baltimore defense and carried him in there. Like, I remember him going into the end zone and Patrick Queen, who is, again, a linebacker, professional football player linebacker, and and uh, fucking A.J. Brown, wide receiver, put him on skates and sent him to the fucking first row of the stands. Um, <laughs> and they did all this yeah. while, again, Ryan Tannehill just didn't is continuing to play pretty flat. He actually was, I think more impressive as a rusher today than anything else. Uh, I mean, the box score looks fine, but he was just struggling deeply. His interception was, he just like threw it again, a congressional district behind his receiver, same interception he threw last week. So yeah. it's still going to be an issue. The Corey craziest, Davis plays football. Yep. Yeah. Full I think, I think the, I think the craziest part about this whole thing, not only did two men, you know, carry full grown ass men into the end zone with mm-hmm. them, but mm-hmm. Before the game even started, oh, one of the corners, was. yeah, one of the corners from the Titans was getting in the face of John Harbaugh. And then at the end of the game, John Harbaugh waves off Mike Rabel for the handshake. Went to shake his hand. He goes, no. Yeah, there was almost like a straight. Lots of animosity in like this game. Straight ass block party fight before the game. Like, like, yeah. Right at midfield. And everyone's wearing masks out there. I'm like, is fucking. Jim Harbaugh but ready to fight that player I couldn't decide if that was Jim Harbaugh or not uh, but yeah Super Bowl winning head coach almost just fought a guy in midfield before a game it's wonderful <laughs> <laughs> I love this sport um, is anyone worried about the uh, Ravens who are now third place in their own division I the, so my thing is it comes down to Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. He's obviously not playing 
really great. He's not throwing well. We'll say that. I'm hoping for a bounce back next season. Um, but yeah, I'm worried about them. So I, he's not throwing. Well, I actually well, thought watching the game, he played kind of okay. He threw the ball kind of okay. I'm getting really not concerned less. about yeah. his weapons because Hollywood Brown had a lot of really bad drops when you're relying on your tight end and Willie Sneed to soak up most of your targets. Like your second leading receiver today was guess what? Guess who? Guess who? You can go ahead and say it, Pete. Your, your ad drop buddy, Des Bryant. Who caught four balls for 28 yards. What? <laughs> yes. Killing it. Holy shit. Yeah. I know that. So like, Which, I'm, yeah. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not too concerned with the Ravens. I think they just have a couple like kinks to get out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Okay. Like fair. Lamar Jackson needs to just chill the fuck out and go back to what he was last year. Just like Agreed. stop, stop overthinking things and like, Oh, I need to focus on my throwing. Like just get out of your own head. And two, they need to they need to slow down this running back carousel. Like you're not letting anyone get into a rhythm. Like you have a guy like J.K. Dobbins mm-hmm. who you have to get him going. He's like John. He's like just like Jonathan Taylor. You have to like they're volume runners. You have to get them in a rhythm. You have to get them going. And when you don't, like you're doing everybody a disservice. So like stop the carousel and find one or two. Don't roll out three running backs at a time. Like that's not helpful. They're also not getting those guys involved in the passing game anymore. Like, like true. J.K. Dobbins caught two balls, and that was the only only receptions that running backs had all all day. So, gentlemen, Los Angeles Chargers actually won a game, a close game, a one what ended up being a one score game. However, Hey-o. it was against the Jets. So there you go. That's all you got to do. Are we counting that? Uh, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't classify it as a curse breaker. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah but uh it, it is nice to get them off the schneid and win a close game uh the new york jets are 0 and 10 um they didn't look like they stunk out loud today that's the nicest thing i can say about them in fact i would say that i think if sam darnold had played this game they might have actually won Call me biased because I own this guy in, in Dynasty, but I am just like endlessly excited for Denzel Mims to have like an actual quarterback throwing the ball because every time he catches the ball, it's 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 like it's beautiful. It's electric. Yeah, you can say yeah. It. He's okay. he, he's he's going to be awesome. But watching him catch Joe Flacco balls is like oh, this doesn't even matter. This is dumb. It's not exciting. It's like no. yeah, it's like preseason catches. They don't count. That's yeah, not good. Yeah. So. Um, I'm interested to see what the Jets look like next year with a real head coach and Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, maybe they'll be worth talking about, but they're still the Jets and, and they're bad and there's not really anything to say about them. Nope. Next. The Denver Broncos won a game they had no business winning against the <laughs> Miami Dolphins 20 to 13. Sure. Yuck. And the only reason they probably won is because Tua Tungavalova played pretty not okay for a, a, I mean, a he half got and got in the benched. Fourth. Yes. yes. And he there got benched is. and Ryan Fitzpatrick came in and he did what Ryan Fitzpatrick did. He does in general. He looked really good and then threw an interception. So, yep. <laughs> Sounds so, about right. Uh, so Coach Flores did come out after this game and say that Tua is still the starter going forward. He will start next week. But he just felt like um, that Ryan Fitzpatrick gave them a better chance to win today. Um I felt like today... Uh, I didn't really feel like he was playing that bad was like my thing. 
I felt, yeah, I, I felt like he was having a bit of a hard time sensing where the pressure was coming from. He was getting sacked a lot. Uh, but he, I mean, he was playing like he has the past couple of weeks where it's been fine and he's made a play here and there, but for the most part, it's underwhelming as far as moving the ball. It's just that I think more of it was this week. They couldn't ask for special teams and defense to, to win in the game, which is how it's been happening. And when you're, when they're not doing that to his struggles become louder. And today it was finally an issue. This game was kind of, I don't know. I, I thought Miami was going to curb stomp Denver. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. As that. Um, yeah, it was a surprising game. They just couldn't get anything on offense. I'm not um, sold on their uh, rookie running back yet. Uh, what's his name? Um, Salmon. Uh, yeah. I'm not super sold on him. Um, and I really feel that, yeah, Tua can be extraordinary, stu- still super young. I don't, I don't really, I don't know. What do you guys feel about like taking him out? I would have left him in there and like figure your rhythm out. Like they're not making a run for the Super Bowl. Like let, let, let them learn. Let them, I don't know. That's just my take. I don't know where you guys are at on that. Well, I, like I said before, I didn't think he was playing any worse than he's played the past couple weeks. And I think if he's your, question going forward or he's your answer going forward like you have to leave him in there and let him learn yeah. how to win those games yeah so no I, I, that's yeah i agree mm-hmm. i agree with that as well so it was a weird move god damn it <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for this week's football hot boys thank you so much for coming back hopefully next week um aquaman will be back get the and, squad together yep and then we'll have a have a full full foursome of hot boys uh, best of luck to Clark's house in the meantime. R.I.P. Your sex dungeons drowned, my dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> now you're sleeping with the fishes. But <laughs> all right, make sure you follow the, the show on Twitter at FB underscore Hot Boys. You can follow me at Wisco Coonsy. You can follow Pete at JellyX2 underscore and Cody at Coderius1. All right. Thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you next week. Stay hot out there, boys. Later. Peace out. Bye.